I had three of these. I'm going to just do two. Hang with this one and let me float into a lap time. Spirit-led prophetic discipleship. I want to make a biblical case for this. We love discipling the nations. That's our name. And we get it from Matthew 28. All authority in heaven and earth is given me. Go therefore and disciple the nations. You know it. We're to baptize them into the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and we're to teach them to observe. Right? No, stay, hang with me. I'm gonna, this one's going to be a lot shorter. And then he says he's with them for the end of the age. Baptizing them into the name, which is the Greek word. I don't know why every Bible doesn't put into the name because it's not E-N in the Greek. It's E-I-S. It's into. And that's important to me because it's more than a water symbol. And I'm pro-baptism in the water symbol. I think we're going to baptize somebody here next week. But it's about a spiritual transplant out from Adam into Christ. Take them out of Adam, put them into the name of the Lord. That's the miracle of conversion. It's supernatural making disciples. We're not just getting a bunch of people to try to do Christian stuff. We're transplanting them out of the dead race into the living race. Then we're training them how to observe, or the words are literally, watch and guard over the commands, which, by the way, in its essence, can mean even prophetic words from the king. So, Jesus discipled generally and specifically, and I think you should too. Be discipled this way, and you should disciple. And here's what I mean. In the case of Peter, number one, he generally called him to repent with everybody else and to live out the Sermon on the Mount with everybody else. Generally. Everybody. Anger's murder. Lust is like adultery. Okay. He's to forgive your enemies, all right? That's you. Every disciple, there's a basic general things we're discipling our disciples into. But then there's specific. This is the part to me, all of it we cha- are challenged with, but this is the part we struggle with. He specifically discipled prophetically into Peter's destiny. So when he meets him the first time, does everybody remember this encounter? This would be wild to meet Jesus for the first time. John 1.41, he first found his own brother, Simon, Andrew did, and said to him, we found the Messiah, which means the Christ, and he brought him to Jesus, and he looked at him. Jesus looks at him for the first and said, you're Simon, the son of Jonah, but you're going to be called Cephas, which means Peter, which means what, everybody? Yeah, actually, little rock. It's, it's a rock. It's a stone. That's your first encounter with Jesus. You know what he's doing? He's beginning the discipleship process. Generally, everybody follow me. Peter, not Andrew, not, not Judas, not, not Matthew. To Peter, I'm saying, I'm going to call you this. I'm shifting your identity from the beginning. You need to be able, when you're discipling people, because I did this with a guy this week. I don't think he's in this room, one of our docs. We got done an hour of this thing, and I'd been <laughs> prophesying to him, speaking to him, truth about who he is, dynamics and dimensions of things in the spirit. And he got down, he leaned over like he was in pain and said to me, I can't do this, what you're doing to me, I can't. And I go, yes, you can. You're getting it done to you, and you're going to learn and go do it to someone. And he meant it in a good way. He meant it in a like, no, this is what he said, actually. He said, I don't disciple people like this. (laughs) I was like, yeah, it's okay. You don't have to be mean, number one, but I think this is good Bible. You need to generally disciple the commands of the king. You need to specifically prophesy 
destiny and truth into your disciple. So it's not some carbon copy thing. That's why I love discipleship and unpacking every believer. I never know what I got in the package. I love it. Let's see what's in there. Okay? And so he did this, and then he says it to him again in Matthew 16. Real quick, and I'll finish. Paul disciples Timothy the same way. Generally, he taught him that he would, and taught him about faith in Christ and holiness and et cetera. Okay, all the general things. But he specifically discipled him prophetically. In fact, the whole book of 1 Timothy is because of a prophetic word to Timothy. Did you know that? You've got six chapters in your Bible that are there to support a prophetic word. And here it is. This charge, which is this letter, I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage a good warfare. Paul gave him the general commands but a portion specific counsel and wisdom to him around a prophetic encounter that we don't know about. He, some elders were there, we find out from another letter, and a prophetic utterance came about Timothy. And so he spoke and discipled him in alignment with his destiny prophetically. Does that make sense? So generally, love Jesus. We all love the Lord God with all of our heart. Love your neighbor. Do, but specifically, I discern listen, oh, how asking questions is so vital in discipleship. And then you begin to disciple them specifically around their prophetic destiny. 